Hello, Jasper. Hey, David. It's great to see you, man. You too, bro. You too. You're really shining. I can feel the prana, the chi, the love coming off you. Wow. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And, and you've been meditating a lot and uh, you've got some stuff to talk about in kind of staking your claim to decide to keep our consciousness there with the sensory present moment as it is, as opposed to our thoughts about that or thoughts about something else in a different zone. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, because of a lot of what I'm doing on, on my YouTube channel, the true mystic is kind of philosophical, you know, it's sort of, it's, it, I, I enjoy it, you know, and I enjoy sort of unpacking the garden of Eden and the tarot and that kind of thing. But, you know, it's still mental stuff ultimately. And so um, it was particularly when we had a conversation uh, over a week or so ago, and uh, and you came back with a really nice soundbite. You 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 said something like uh, mansplaining the magic. Is is that what you said? I think it was mansplaining the miracle. The mansplaining the miracle. That's right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what we do though. Yeah. <laughs> It's true, isn't it? I think, you yeah. know, all all spiritual philosophy, all spiritual teaching, the whole the whole, all of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, all. Uh, yeah, whether it's Jesus, Buddha, Lao Tzu, the whole thing, any anything which isn't just direct experience. And maybe like Lao Tzu said, you know, a little bit of pointing in kind of saying, you know, he who knows does not speak. He who speaks does not know, you know, and then like, you know, he's he's. Obviously, you know, amongst Taoist scholars, he's he's raised some titters because he says that. And then he goes on to say, you know, 80 more kind of verses, you know, after that mansplaining what he what he just said. Uh But in a much softer way than than the normal Western mind would would go for it. It's true. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, we're we're, we're just having a laugh here. You know, that's like, uh, you know, which is what, you know, it's a very I think, you know, it's a very masculine thing to sort of you know, to, to um, be a little bit irreverent, but, um, you know, but of course, you know, we're doing it in a, in a, you know, in a, in a kind way. Anyway, so the idea was to, um, you know, rather than as has been my process pretty much, I think, in the past, which was lots of meditation and lots of presence and, you know, and for, many many years you know it's been about establishing myself in the uh impersonal sensory experience um still out of that realizations come it's a bit like somehow you know you know one consciously sort of realizes something that maybe one's realized before but you kind of get it at a deeper level mm-hmm. and if you sort of and if your mind sort of has like a mystical kind of side to it you know, instantly, you know, the ram kind of kicks in and it's like, oh, wow, yeah, cool. Now I understand what Buddha was talking about when he said blah, 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 you know, and you kind of, you know, make a bit of a big, a big deal of it, you know. And so well, it feels like a big deal. It feels those moments are fantastic, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. But, you know, it's like it's a bit like, um, you know, I don't I, I'm sure you've heard this, David, you know, because you're also a very experienced, quote, spiritual practitioner. You know, but, you know, there's like there's something that we learn quite early on, 
you know, from the really good teachers. And that's when you're meditating and you get phenomena coming up, you know, just ignore it. Right. You know, and of course, you know, we can explore it. You know, if we if we want to, we can explore the lights and the colors and the sounds and everything else. But, you know, if we're really uh, intent on just relaxing back into absolutely no thing and and exploring that and being that, then, you know, as the all the great teacher says, look, just let the let it all go, you know. And right. so, yeah. And so that that's kind of what I really decided to do, you know, and it was um, uh more than I've ever done before, you know, because the, the, there has always been this, uh, the allure, you know, of, of you know, because I'm a songwriter and like a kind of, you know, a, have a sort of po- poetic uh, disposition, you know, and, and, and creative. And so when you when you kind of realize something, yeah, you want to kind of weave something creative out, out of it. You know, it's it's a nice, enjoyable process, isn't it? It is. And also to share it with others. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So anyway, long preamble. I hope you're still with us, listeners. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know that um, exploring impersonal sensory perception. You know, it's it, it, it just exploring this and 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 enjoying this, and and you know, and I've said this so many times before, but it's 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 our basic state. It's the baby state. You know, before we learn language um, and we start to, you know, like really just get to the point where we kind of just make an assumption, you know, that we're living in the real world, you know, and the real world is out there somewhere. And we live on a, you know, like a spherical earth, you know, which is kind of, you know, orbiting the sun and all of these assumptions, you know, these silly assumptions that we make. And we just, you know, take take them for granted. Um, but meanwhile, you know, because that's not actually how it is, everything is really just as it is right now. The more we live in that so-called real world, you know, the more we're kind of like coasting along with a little kind of, you know, um, well, according to whoever we are. But, you know, there's always going to be a bit of an, a background anxiety with that, you know, mm-hmm. because our subconscious like our baby mind, if you like, which is hardwired into the, you know, just the formlessness of this present moment. Um, you know, it wants to be here. It wants to have the gift of the the light, which is coming into the eyes right now, not the reflected light of old visual thoughts. You know, it wants to have the the actual sounds coming into the ears and blessing the nerves and the cells right now, rather than having to just, you know, listen to these old rehashed mental sounds that we've just heard so many damn times before, you know. And <laughs> oh, that's so brilliant. Brilliantly put, man. Oh, yeah. It makes sense, right? You know, it's like this is what we do to ourselves. It's like we're, we're just, it's like if we were, you know, um, the owners of pet of a, of a pet or something like that we'd be really cruel we'd be really horrible and we think that we'd be really nice you know we're keeping our pet in a really nice cage you know and we're feeding it the recommended you know what the government is telling us is the good food for it you know and we're giving it all these nice supplements you know and things like that but it's not what it wants you know it wants to be free uh, our, our own being wants to be free and not just our own formless being but our, our our nature 
what we could call our, our human nature, whatever that is, you know, the, the part of us which produces our our emotions, our anger, our joy, our happiness, our resentment, our, you know, um, all of that stuff, you know, wants to be free. And it wants us, and by that I mean, you know, the, the, the conscious part of us, um, to to see that, to understand that, and to, <clears throat> you know, to be a good steward, to manage the, um, you know, the whole show in a really kind and, and responsible way. Wow, that I think is is the 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 art and the magic. How do we manage this show and stay in this impersonal sensory world? Well, that's what's come up for me over the last. When was it that we spoke? Was it like uh, nearly two weeks ago or a yeah. week and a half? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I've been lucky enough that you know not only do I meditate a lot anyway, but I'm also um, I, I teach meditation as well, and it's been really beneficial because my students are a, a sort of like a, a mix of experienced meditators who kind of come because it's like, you know, where I teach, it's like it's provided as a free service, you know, and so it's a really nice, it's here in, I'm in Thailand now, and it's, you know, it's really hot, it's hot season, and, you know, so it's nice to come into this sort of like nice, cool, air-conditioned space, you know, but really it's meant for the, the, the students of this yoga center. You know, there are some yoga students. There are some people who are on like what's called a sadhana course. They're learning spiritual philosophy. And, you know, and yeah, I, I got called in because I'm, you know, experienced meditator to to teach the meditation. And it's really great. And I'm just seeing how not only the, the, the newbies who've never meditated before, are just taking to it like ducks to water, you know, when we're not giving them too much philosophy, when we're just bringing them into the the sensory experience. But also uh, seeing how more established meditators who haven't really been aware of the, you know, the quality of the, you know, the, the, the physical sensation of their own bodies. Um, but much more than that, you know, it's it's also that, you know, and we can we can focus you know, until, you know, forever, you know, uh, we can focus in the wrong parts of the body, let's say, not even the wrong parts of the body, we can focus on the heart, let's say, and I, and, and there's going to be still unwanted thoughts coming. And the reason for that, and the, and I've really, I, I knew this before, but the, since I've really been you know, letting go of the, all the, the downloads that have been coming and just going, okay, right, you know, just stay with this beautiful experience. I've just really got it that the reason why I've always been drawn to focus myself in my core, you know, and in the Dantien, in the Hara, you know, which is in, you know, below the, the navel, right, in between the hips. It's not just that this is the physical center of gravity of the body. That's true. But even like when you unpack it a little bit more, it's really cool. It's the fact that our internal organs are the generators of our emotions, right? You know, that, that's just the ancients knew this, you know. Um, and um, when we are, when our awareness is focusing higher than the uh, the core, it's like we're uptight. 
you know that there, there is a tension there there is there is a tightness there because basically we have a whole body from head to feet mm-hmm. front to back side to side and every part of the body is important mm-hmm. and somehow when awareness is consciously centered in the dantian it's kind of like um everything just finds its place that somehow the organs are just allowed to relax they're really allowed to relax but when we're focused in the solar plexus or the chest or in the head you know we're not centered it's it's kind of like we're we're being pulled a little bit upwards Mm -hmm. you know we're not uh you could say that the dantian is the present Mm -hmm. you know and anything above it we could say is the future we're being kind of pulled into into the future somehow um and so yeah you know it's like uh, because our um internal organs are producing our emotions you know when we are not focused in in the in the center whatever emotion comes up um you know is gonna it, it's more likely to kind of to take on a momentum of its own and if it's anger which comes from the liver eventually you know there's going to be a part of us that's saying oh god i'm fed up with feeling angry uh, angry or i'm you know i'm we start to feel anxious or something like that and that's coming from the stomach and it's well known in chinese medicine that the 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 liver and the spleen or the stomach are always duking it out you know that's like this kind of thing between um anger and worry you know and it's and with the other um emotions too sadness I, i can experience personally a lot of sadness and that comes from the lungs you know it's this thing of like uh, oh god i'm just uh, you know it's like a sadness of like mm-hmm. why do i have to get so pissed off about things it's just not worth it you know and you just get really sad and and it's kind of not me it's just the it's an indication from my own subconscious that i'm not managing the show i'm not doing my job you know as as awareness you know i'm i'm really sub- not just as awareness but as let's say as the individual individualized point of awareness in mm. the little conscious mind of jasper the atman which is here and you know and and kind of realizing in jasper's own conscious understanding shit you know i it's not just about me being awareness but there's 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 a condition to that awareness and it's like it's necessary for me to um ground myself and focus myself gently in my in my center so if you are feeling or noticing a sadness that that you were saying <clears throat> is associated with the lungs and an imbalance in maybe where the attention is being focused or a mismanagement of the the whole system what would you would then just kind of notice okay i've got that sadness we'll kind of let it go and go back to the dantian and it would kind of find its own balance and sort itself out yeah pretty much pretty much like that i mean what i would do uh is if i noticed that and it hasn't really happened much lately but you know if i did notice like sometimes I, i i wake up in the morning and i've i've sort of had uh you know i've traveled a lot in the tropics and you know, I sort of had my issues in, in my digestive system. And I've noticed that, you know, g- generally during the day, I'm really conscious during the day, I feel good. But sometimes I wake up in the morning and I just feel really feel like crap, you know. And it's sort of, it, it, it can take a while um, to, you know, of, of conscious 
consciously really being present to um you know to kind of to to let go of that crap feeling and one of the things i do is just take some really conscious and deeper and gentle kind of baby breaths into my core so i don't take like really big you know go uh, in a really huge great uh, breath so that the uh, the rib cage and the chest is opening um i let the rib cage and the chest be not move at all and i just breathe through the nose gently uh but you know more deeply um into the core so it's like i can feel the belly opening uh but it's all it's also like i feel the hips and the the lower back um opening as well and as this happens yeah you know whatever kind of cruddy feeling emotional feeling is going on as i'm consciously focusing in the core it's like everything seems to kind of find its place and you know in in Taoist philosophy they speak about uh by you know um they well they speak about the three dantians the upper dantian in the head uh, middle dantian in the chest and the lower dantian in the below the navel and they talk about the it like being kind of like a waterfall effect that all in a way all you have to do is focus in the lower dantian and um you know whatever is going on in the upper and the middle dantian and and also in between as well is going to focus down it's already fall down like a waterfall um into the lower dantian um and so when you're in the lower dantian it's kind of like it's an emotionless place i mean you can feel physical pain there but there's no emotion there which is you know in a way it i think that's one of the you know the 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 aha things for the for the mind is like wow this is lower than emotion you know and to the extent that i can really keep my awareness here and not try to change anything let's say up here in in the in the upper part of the body mm-hmm. and i can relentlessly stay again coming back to this thing of not trying to change anything not trying to mansplain not trying to do anything at all but just staying with the sensory awareness which most importantly is in my own feely experience is is centered in the in the dantian then eventually everything starts to find its place yeah the i i see two things that i've i've i haven't sorted out in my own my own kind of meditative experience the the sensory that can be going on from the usually my eyes are closed but i get a lot from sound um skin uh internal body things and then also keeping my attention on the dantian so if i'm paying it if i'm being present with the sensory experience i'm not in the dantian Sometimes. you are oh yeah sometimes sometimes yeah. yeah yeah like like i feel i hear something so i'm i'm actually kind of listening to that and my my i don't feel the what would i say hearing it might be a, a, a more subtle example maybe just the sensation on my skin those kinds of things um or a crick in my my bone somewhere so i feel that sensory input and so 
present with the impersonal sensory stuff while at the same time being present in the Dantian. Exactly. So that's the first, that that would be the first consideration, let's say, at the beginning of the meditation Mm -hmm. is to take some time to, um, you know, to really take some conscious, deeper and fuller breaths into the hips, into the lower back, into the lower belly, um, and to, you know, really have a sense that you're feeling it from where it is. It's, you're not mm. thinking down from your head. Right. You're not observing it from somewhere up here, you know. Mm-hmm. You're actually feeling it directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's say, you know, when, you've, when you're really, really focusing on that, of course, also, you know, if there's some, you know, um, tangible sounds going on, you'll be aware of them. But you're mostly focusing in the in the Dantian. And then after some time, it might be like, okay, right, there's there's somehow some there's there's it's almost like the the subconscious has kind of reached the point now where it's been penetrated enough in the Dantian and it likes it, you know, because I can feel it. It's really nice, you know. That means my body likes it where it's kind of it, it's open now you know and um so then i can what i maybe would do then is might become a little bit more aware of you know the the breath in the nose in and out and really feel as if the nasal passages are really opening up you know um and then um after some time i'd really become aware of the feeling in my hands uh, which is the easiest place really in the body to feel our prana, our chi. There's like a very subtle pins and needles right now, viewers, listeners, you know, if you want to feel into your hands right now, um, even if you've been meditating a really long time, it, it's never more than a very, very subtle kind of tingly feeling. It's just the more you are aware of it, the more you appreciate it, you know, the more you you don't let it, go away you're kind of aware of it all the time you know um and so they will be my at the at the moment i think that things change all the time because you can never place conditions on the subconscious which is feminine you know as soon as you think right i've got it i've I've cracked it you know then you know you need to change it a bit maybe you know but right now that that's maybe what i do and that Mm -hmm. that really ground that's like a Somehow that's like taking care of awareness in the core, in the head, and in the extremities, right? And mm. uh, maybe from then, then I might really like choose to like, okay, really to have a sense that the passages of my ears are really, really opening up. It's like I'm consciously having the intention that my, my, the pass- my ear passages are really, really opening up. And by that point because I've been meditating for a long time, by focusing on those three points already, the whole of my body is already like a formless open glow. You know, it's completely formless, it's completely open. And by also consciously factoring in the sounds, um, yeah, you know, it's it's like, there's just a sense that those sounds are completely inner penetrating the feeling of my body. You know, I, I can't really mm-hmm. put it better than that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful descriptions. 
Very nice. Yeah. So, you know, it, I mean, it really, I think it, en- it ends here in terms of like what what I'm, what we're talking about, you know, which is um, being in the impersonal sensory um, experience, you know, the uh, the impersonal presence, you know. Um, it's like I can point you, you know, the viewers, the listeners towards it. And if you go, oh, cool, I'd like to give it a go. You can you can you can give it a go. And I have to tell you that it's something that you have to practice a lot, you know, because, uh, you know, thoughts will come, you know. So right now we're aware of any ambient, we could say actual sounds. But when we're meditating, we're also aware of the mental sounds, the thoughts, mm-hmm. you know. And we're also when our eyes are closed, we're aware of the what I call the blank screen of the vision. But we might also be aware of, um, you know, the visual uh, uh, kind of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so what I always endeavor to do is to, you know, whenever I notice that thoughts are coming in, whether they're visual or, or audio, is to, OK, to, to that that's the reminder instantly to kind of come back to the actual um sounds and okay you know when my eyes are closed you know there's nothing to see but there is the blank screen of the vision and also there is the impersonal sensation of the body as well Mm -hmm. so all i can say all i can tell you is that in doing this you know uh, what i mean what can i say you know nothing's coming and which is good Mm -hmm. you know because there's really Mm -hmm. nothing to say except it's not just a neutral experience. Right. It's uh, it's a pleasurable experience, you know. Um, there's less anxiety. There's less emotional stuff, you know. Um, I think right now, you know, the, the the human consciousness, you know, it seems like we're going through like you know big changes and all of that. And I could even say, you know, human consciousness that's just a thought in itself, you know. I don't even have to go there. But, you know, let's just say for the sake of, you know, this 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 podcast, this discussion, I think anybody who's interested in humanity and is and is aware of what's going on in the world, we can see some big in the external sense. We can see some big shifts are happening. And, you know, to some extent, we're all kind of we're all part of that. We're all caught up in that, you know, and it is an impersonal thing. So even though, you know, maybe we've kind of got our own shit under our belts and, you know, and, and everything's good. You know, we're still all part of the human psyche, the human connection, you know, and we're going to be feeling, you know, the impersonal, you know, um, unconscious waves and tsunamis and earthquakes and, you know, volcanoes and everything else that, you know, all the bubblings up from the from the from the swamp of the of the the human unconscious. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, but you know, somehow the more we invest in this inverse impersonal presence, mm-hmm. we feel it. But it's like it's okay. It's okay. It it doesn't ta- it doesn't distract us anymore. It doesn't take us with it. Beautiful, beautiful. That kind of imperturbability. I, I find that a real sign that something's going right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that stability there definitely 
mm-hmm. definitely. Just a subtlety, but it, it keeps running through my mind. I mean, there's these moments I have where I'm being present, and sometimes it's, it's the birds. I've got birds that will make noise outside my place, and I notice the difference between actually the raw sound that I experience. And then immediately after that, very often, is like a thought of the bird or a bird. A picture in my mind flashes or a thought flashes of a bird, like where it is. It's in a tree or on the power line out there or what type of bird it is because I recognize the call. And so that very, I mean, it happens in a, in a microsecond of raw sound to picture in my mind of that thing and the 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 difference between those two things is quite striking actually the just the the raw unprocessed experience and then like the story of what i think it is there it's a very if if i'm paying attention I, I don't seem to be able to avoid that little story from beginning. I can bring myself back, but it, it sort of starts to run automatically. Oh, that's a bird over there. It's a, you know, it's a minor bird, or it's a dove, or it's a pigeon, or it's a um, bitchy-loo. There's a little bird here called a bitchy-loo. <laughs> bitchy-loo. I think it's a perfect Thai name because their sound is something like bitchy-loo. And I'm like, oh, it's that. And so... I, you know, I, I watched the birds out my window, so I've identified these different birds, their sounds. But it's it's been instructive. These birds have to to just that notice that moment of a shift between just what's happening, the sound, and then if I was a baby, that's what I would hear, just mm-hmm. that sound. I wouldn't have a name for the bird. I wouldn't have a picture for the bird. I wouldn't have any of that. That story wouldn't occur. But those little things as I'm trying to maintain my presence throughout the day, little moments like that are are constantly pulling me into thought and mind and and like that. And it's it's interesting to watch, but I really have to pay attention to see it happen. Mm. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a testimony to the the awareness that you've cultivated in yourself that you you're able to um, observe the subtlety of how thinking about what you've just enjoyed as a pure sensory experience makes you feel. Um, and and so how would you you know I, I'm interested because I know for me it's like. I can mansplain, you know, I can give you, a, you know, a good mansplanation about, you know, uh, oh, yes, it's because of this, you know, but <laughs> it's like, you know, that's for me. But like for you, I mean, how does it make you feel? Well, that's why I, I commented on your explanation earlier when you were talking about your own experience. And what I picked up from that was this, you know, a real how to, how to say it, the the present state is real it's fresh, it's connected, it's 
it's life in a sense. It's life as it is occurring like that. And then when it flips into the thought, suddenly it's just not that life anymore. It's like a, a, a shadow, a reflection built on like an old story that's just, so it's not even a reflection because it's, it's a reflection through old stories, through old thoughts, through old memories, through old words. So it's the, the contrast between the two states is actually quite dramatic. Yeah. And, yeah. And so I'm not sure how to mansplain it better than that. But it, <laughs> if I am paying attention like that, I can feel like you have to. And maybe it'd be like being outside in a garden and then stepping into a shed. <laughs> I mean, something like that. One, you're just out in the garden and everything's there. And then you step into a little shed and that's the world. It's this well-known, four-sided, organized space. Yeah. With a door. With a door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, yeah. yeah, I think that's a, that, that's a good way to explain it. Um, or watching it on, uh, you know, like a, a really excellent David Attenborough BBC documentary or something like that. You know, it just doesn't have the the immediacy. You know, right. it's, it, right. it's it's pleasurable, isn't it? You know, when you have, let's say, you know, that using that example, you know, it's like it's real art. You know, to watch a good documentary, which is really well shot and, and well well presented, um, but it doesn't have the same joy it doesn't have the same quality as the immediate experience and when when we can start to yes to, to be aware of that um i'm sure now that you've explained it so well um I, i'm sure that you know it, in an ongoing way um you'll find it easier to um to you know to to be present uh, as that thought starts to arise and then, you know, it's a bit like, you know, we were talking some time back um, about the, the Garden of Eden, you know, with the snake being like a wave of possibility, you know, in the, in the quantum physics idea. I still really like this, uh, you know, my, my kind of, uh, you know, whether that's what the ancients actually meant or not, I don't know. But it's like, a, I, I, I think it's an, it works for me, you know, mm -hmm. that Adam is conscious awareness and Eve is our, like our unconscious and they've got to be together, you know, otherwise the unconscious is going to be, you know, is going to drift off a little bit, you know, and it's going to be tempted by the snake. And the snake is like a wave of possibility. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're in this beautiful natural situation and the, the, the bitchy Lou, you know, does her little, little, little song, you know, and we hear her, you know, and the mind comes in and that's a wave, you know, the mind is sort of coming in and, uh, Previously, you know, awareness engaged with that wave and it became a particle and all of a sudden we're in the shed, you know, or we're watching we're watching the the the, the David Attenborough documentary, you know, and yeah, and if we're fast enough, we're able to notice a difference between the two. Uh, yeah, but maybe, you know, through, you know, understanding this and I hope you're still with us, viewers and listeners, you know, because this is really rarefied stuff that we're talking about here, you know. To many people, I'm sure this is, you know, this is kind of, you know, it's not the sort of thing that 
you know, you're going to talk about down the pub, you know, and, <laughs> you know, but it, this is, this is very, is really important stuff. You know, if we're going to understand the, uh, you know, the, the responsibility that we have and how, as awareness, as, as individualized, you'd say points of awareness and, and how we are tested and the nature in which we are tested, you know, and, uh, and how we can, let's say, head off the test through understanding it a little bit more, you know, and having been pulled in so many times, so eventually we recognize it, um, you know. So I think, I mean, would that be a fair, you know, a, a, a fair mansplanation that in a way it's kind of like what you're feeling is like a, is a wave. You're feeling and, and through starting to become, more, oh, yeah, that's a bit too low. Then it's already, in naming it, it's already become a particle, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's already become a particle. And it's yeah. and we've all and we've already fallen. We've already fallen out of the Garden of Ether, you know, with the Garden of Eden, which is the Garden of Ether, which is the undifferentiated, you know, baby state that we're all in right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe we can just let that particle appear and then let it go. Just yeah. here and let it go. And we come right back. Just don't hang on to it and follow it around and you know because i think the, they are going to appear it, and that that's okay it's not it's not a bad thing it's oh just totally noti- yeah just noticing that how they're in a sense completely dissimilar states they're, they're yes. not yeah. exactly exactly yeah. exactly and and I, that's why i like that um you know the garden of eden analogy because it's like well you know this this place where everything is kind of given to you and you're naked and you don't have to do anything at all. And all of a sudden you've been kicked out, you know, you're kind of, you've fallen and, you know, everything's in, is separate. And, you know, yeah, I mean, it's like, if you, that's just a mental kind of idea, but, and, and it's pretty like, uh, it's, you know, from, from, from the mind perspective, that's, 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 that's a big contrast between the two. But, you know, the more we start to appreciate the quality of conscious baby state impersonal presence, you know, as you said, you know, you, you actually start to notice, you know, it's not like you're being, you know, it's not like you're being whacked by a baseball bat or anything like that. But you you notice that there's a difference, mm-hmm. you know, and you and you and you eventually you realize, well, you know, it's kind of not so nice, you know. It's not. Yeah. So, it's not so nice, you know. It's yeah. not so nice. It's not yeah. so nice, and it's not so safe. Yeah, exactly. That, that expulsion from the Garden of Eden. I mean, those images. Maybe it was a children's Bible or something that we had. Is like, I have this picture of Adam and Eve, kind of like this, fleeing, like, I don't know, <laughs> hail and brimstone or something are coming down. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not that bad, but. It's leading in that direction, you, you know. You, yeah. you you feel yeah, you're not in the presence anymore. So you're where are you? Exactly, exactly. You know, it's like it really does start like that. It starts with you know just the giving oneself the luxury to kind of you know in a way. I mean, you know, I'm I'm kind of like um, I'm being a little bit creative here, you know. But you know, 
in a way, it's almost like you're saying, uh, life, just put yourself on hold for a while, will you? I just want to like kind of, you know, just for my own kind of gratification, you know, that was a really nice experience that I just had. So just everybody just just hold, just freeze, you know, just hold that hold that position. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to really going to enjoy thinking about it now, you know. It's so much um, like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and when we do that, it's like, yeah, it's kind of really nice. And in a way, it's kind of like innocent. But, you know, it's a slippery slope, isn't it? Into uh, as soon as we start to do that, it's like, well, you know, we're going to, you know, oh, well, that was, you know, there's, there's a part of us where, again, you know, we've lost our Dantian. We're already up in the head somewhere, you know, and so that brings tension into the internal organs. And so automatically, you know, their emotional, you know, uh, um, possibilities start, you know, coming into play. So maybe the, you know, incipient kind of like frustration might come in or sadness or anxiety or fear or, you know, whatever else. Right. Just starts in a really, really small way, which is totally manageable at that point because we're we're too busy thinking about the bitchy loo, you know. But like, uh, unless we bring ourselves back, um, you know, those and and we maintain uh, sensory awareness too high in the body, we're we're uptight. Um, yeah, you know, then we've fallen. And I find when I come back to the awareness, I kind of come back to the awareness with some demands like i was just being entertained by that thought okay now i'm back so you know do something <laughs> <laughs> there's something like that i mean i don't know if I, I don't know how to describe it but there is coming back then from that you know telling <laughs> like what you said you know reality just you know hold tight for a minute. I'm going to indulge myself in this cool little thought and just pat myself on the back while I just run it through. And now, okay, I'm ready to come back to reality. But I (laughs) I seem to come back with sort of a demand. Like, okay, what I just did was was pretty cool. What do you got now? Right. Give me something else to play with. Right. Or or something. Right. What do you mean? Can can you... uh, Where does that that demand come from? Does it come from from you or does that come from from life would you say you know okay, where, it came came from uh, that imbalance that got initiated ah uh, and stepping out and running that little subroutine there's like a whirlpool little torque or something on my so when i come back in i have to kind of really take an extra step maybe and realize i'm coming in with some little torque or some little yeah. some little thing that's going on and I've got to let that go. Exactly, that's that's a that's a subconscious a little kind of uh like a voodoo world, like a, a little kind of zombie world that you know, a Frankenstein world that we've created. It's literally kind of uh because we've focused on it for some time, you know, mm-hmm. and awareness is all. We've literally kind of, you know, we're kind of like uh He's like a mad scientist, you know, we've kind of like a you know, magician or something. We've we've conjured up some little, you know, gins or something inside of us, you know, and uh, and it's kind of, you know, they're, they're sort of they're, they're like, well, as you say, you know, so, yeah. So what have you got then? What have you got? You know, it's like they want more of our um, attention. They, be- mm-hmm. they start to become more and more demanding. 
mm-hmm. and you know and, and if we're not able to immediately nip it in the bud and come back to the the dantian and open up to the impersonal sensory experience then you know then that's when the shit really starts you know because we really start getting into this uh you know like the golem kind of experience you know where he's talking to himself you know the there's the you remember that in lord of the rings mm-hmm. you know where he's sort of there's the good guy who sort of you know wants to be mr frodo's friend you know and then there's the evil guy who's like ah, well i've always looked after you we've got to kill him you know and so if I hope I, I know what I'm I'm trying to say. I hope I'm I hope I'm making what I'm trying to say like uh, understandable. What I'm saying is, and you know, when we feel that spin of what you're talking about, that you know, what have you got for me? That's coming from this kind of little zombie world that we've just created, and we have to, you know, we 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 we've got to kill it, and we don't kill it by like you know sending love to it or kind of like you know trying to be reasonable to it or 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 saying hey look i'm really sorry but i've got to let you go now we we kill it just by completely ignoring it and coming immediately back to the actual sounds and the actual sights and the actual sensations uh focused in the dantian that's what we do it's like in, in the in the indian tradition this would be shiva the destroyer you know it's absolutely kind of like um you know we don't we're not in any way like trying to engage with with that in any way you know we're not sort of thinking well maybe that's like a part of unresolved me from my childhood because we'll probably know if we go into it we'll probably realize oh well i recognize that from my dad not listening to me or something like that no if you really want to be free as soon as you can you basically just you don't even have to think that you're you're killing it but that's that's what you're doing anyway whether you you know whether you know it or not um you immediately do your job you know as an individualized point of awareness as an atman as an adam you know uh, as a soul that you are um as as the sun of god that you are you focus awareness in the dantian open to the impersonal sounds and the impersonal sights and when you can hold that space and you can feel the desire of this little zombie world that you've created you can feel the desire of it to continue living it's saying fuck you fuck you like this you don't go there you don't go there you're a man about it or you're a woman about it or whatever you are about it you know you uh, you know you just you you stay centered and eventually, when you do that, I guarantee you, I really guarantee if you're not fighting and you're just, you know, you're taking some conscious breaths, slow breaths into the Dantian, maybe you're feeling your hands, you're feeling your nasal passages opening up through doing nothing more than that. They're nothing more than than doing, your, you know, basically doing your fulfilling your role as 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 awareness, as an individualized point of awareness um the the zombie power the frankenstein power it it will when it's no longer long longer being fed the spin will just and it will just fall back into the void and i don't know whatever the void does with it you know just take it back into itself and recycle it exactly yeah well said and i think i think i i didn't appreciate that 
aspect of coming back to awareness. You know, where in the past where there was that that issue coming back and there's that still that that zombie spin thing going on. And just I think being conscious of that and just saying, okay, yeah, that's that's going to go on. There's a little bit of momentum there. Drop it. Never mind. It will. Like you said, you take the attention away from it. You you become you fulfill your duty as awareness and there's nothing more to it's not there's nothing to feed it. it it's it's been unplugged and yeah. so it's just it's just gone there's nothing yeah. else there. yeah yeah i know and and i just think this is what we're talking about here david is so practical mm-hmm. and it's so you know i i don't i i always used to think you know when i would started to become aware of the importance of impersonal sensory awareness it's like why isn't anybody else talking about this? You know, why aren't the spiritual teachers talking about it? I mean, who knows? Maybe it just wasn't like ready, you know, for the human psyche to to realize this. You know, maybe we were just in a more mental time when, you know, we were. Who knows? You know, that we we, we were we were understanding things in, in a different way. But I I think that where we're at now, or certainly where I'm at now, you know, as a potentially, you know, I mean, I'm like, um you know, really, as I've said before, you know, like really very emotional, potentially very emotional guy. And the way that I like understand that it's not so much emotional. It's just like, wow, it's really cool because emotional energy is like planetary energy or stellar energy. And it's like, you know, when you're you think, oh, shit, I'm so sensitive and I'm so emotional. Well, if you start to make that a little bit more impersonal and a bit more macrocosmic, you start to realize, oh, my God, this is really awesome. You know, it's like I have, you know, access to so many kind of planetary energies and stellar energies. And it's like, you know, I'm working within myself with a really strong Mars energy, which is like a real motherfucker, you know, at at the same time as a very strong moon energy, which is just very gentle and very sensitive, you know, and to the to the mind, it's like, oh, my God, how am I ever going to balance that lot out? You know, it's absolutely impossible. But, you know, as awareness, or as I know I keep saying in this in this in this discussion, as in a way, as like an individualized point of awareness, because it's not just awareness. Awareness is just like, you know, in a way, this is different. What we're talking about from like pure baby awareness, because the baby is just like seeing everything as it is. But the baby hasn't yet got this, the, the potential of thoughts coming in. And having to navigate in the world with concepts and things like that. So, you know, the the awakened baby state is that, yeah, we, we, we maintain the baby state. But at the same time, you know, we, we're um, we've got, you know, all of these, you know, we're also open to and interacting with and in communication with uh, the whole kind of, you know, planetary and stellar um system kind of thing going on that the babies don't have it starts for them maybe when they're about one and a half you know you pretty much when you look at babies they're kind of like animals it's like you look at animals right and it's almost like they're tied to the earth they're kind of just like they're kind of tied to the earth and you look at the higher animals which can get emotional like dogs you know and and um, chimpanzees and elephants you know, they, they get jealous. Right. You know, so it's almost that they've kind of got some connection with the moon 
as well, you know. But humans, it's like we, we're going beyond the moon. You know, we're opening up to the other planets, to the sun, which represents conscious understanding and awareness and the ability to label things and conceptualize things. Um, so, you know, we've got a lot of a lot of stuff is happening in within the human experience, which can really drive us crazy, um, you know. <laughs> And for most people who don't know how to manage it, you know, the way they manage it is by just, you know, having default, you know, coping mechanisms, the phone, right. you know, Donald Trump, you know, I don't know what the TikTok, you know, um, the poke, you know, uh, whatever it is, you know, the all of this, you know, stuff that we do until we start to take conscious responsibility for ourselves. And so, like I say, it's not just about being awareness. The the kinds of people in my experience who say it's all about just awareness, you look at them and they haven't really got their lives in order fully. You know, they're often maybe not that healthy, um, you know, and uh, they often have sort of skeletons in their closet and, and, and things like this, you know, addictions and things going on. Um, and, and it's like then they're, they're not necessarily like really identified with it. Because it's like, okay, I'm just awareness. And it's almost like they're just, yeah, they're, they're not even particularly embodied, you know. And they're just kind of seeing everything as it is and nothing's really a big deal. You know, maybe they're fat and, and maybe they, you know, or they have difficulty in relationships. But it doesn't really matter. It's just life playing itself out. It's okay. But, you know, um, there are, you and I, I know, you know, that that, that doesn't work. There's something in, in us, there's something in our own experiential intelligence for which that that's not good enough, mm -hmm. you know, that wants to, uh, yeah, not just, you know, um, it's like you said in the past, you know, you, 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 you would like more money. You want you want to help people, you know, you're kind of looking for ways to just be a more awesome human being. Right. And, 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 you know, to the extent that we become more embodied and more engaged, yeah, we start to this, these kinds of things become more important to us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I think we become, yeah, there is something about this point of consciousness in, in this body right here that is of value and is important as opposed to just generalized awareness around it's like this is this awareness that's here this unique vortex that is embodied as a human and i don't i don't think that's to be overlooked or to be poo-pooed it's out outstanding and outrageous and phenomenal that here we are in this body what's going on with that it's extraordinary and each of each one of us i feel we're you know we we are universes and somehow sharing a, a multiverse and yeah. you know to, to be living outside of ourselves in the conceptual world i mean it really it's just the definition of slavery and um you know i i just just this morning i was listening to a um i thought oh you know i'll listen to a podcast and i was listening to quite an interesting guy you know who's like been you know like uh sending off to the fbi and the cia you know, to open their files on, you know, he's like a, an anthropologist, you know, he started to realize that the CIA and the FBI were, you know, 
we're kind of get we're becoming interested in in anthropologists and and you know and and um, funding their work so that they could kind of take what they were learning to weaponize it that kind of thing and I and I anyway I was listening to it but I could just feel myself kind of you know um, sort of you know uh, potentially just being more drawn more and more into the whole thing yeah. and yeah you start to realize that if you even through having a prolonged interest in that kind of stuff it's really if we, if you're really really honest about it it's not because of anything out there it's because of your your own unique cosmology in within yourself and it's because you're uptight it's because you're not like able to maintain awareness in your dantian you know and and this guy was a really nice man don't get me wrong he was you could tell he was a really really caring and very intelligent man but to be really focusing and really taking that stuff you know really really seriously you know it just it's 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 just a head trip you know it's it's kind of it it has some value of course it does mm-hmm. but ultimately only the value that we give it and if all of us just stops you know kind of like putting our awareness there and brings our awareness back into the dantian um i mean my god you know what what can't we do you know it's just extraordinary that the can you know when everybody starts to do this i've noticed in the, the the meditation teaching um the uh when we're all focusing on sensory awareness in our own space it's better for everybody everybody at the end is beaming and and uh and you know and and just and 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 blissed out exactly yeah 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 that's an added factor of reality that i've definitely felt that and you feel that and that that's that's real yeah well great bro well i know that we have things to do so yeah there's been a really great one this time um mansplaining mansplaining the miracle (laughs) (laughs) that's right yeah sort of hovering hovering on the threshold but you're not not really allowing that wave to become a particle i'm sitting here with my legs splayed out taking up a lot of space while we mansplain (laughs) (laughs) awesome Awesome, bro. Well, you know, out there in uh, in 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 the real world, in the in the world of of right now, with the listeners and the viewers, I hope that you've taken something from this, and you know, really sending you loads of you know real love from this beautiful place here, and hope to check in with you again. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jasper. <laughs>